Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another Crazy Women Country episode of Mother's Day. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Macy Dot and her mom, Mrs. Neal. How are you doing, guys? We're doing good. How are y'all doing? Fantastic. Wonderful. Fantastic. We're so glad that you could be here with us today. Yes. We're so excited. <laughs> it will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I promise the questions are not difficult. There's no uh, real education that you need to have any of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> just like have a bit of fun and you know <laughs> see what happens yeah maybe one day i'll start asking the you know, relativity questions of einstein and then you know that might be interesting be to yeah. <laughs> i love to see a look on people's faces <laughs> that would be so funny <laughs> so so since we had Macy on the show originally we came up with some new quick fire questions and we're going to ask both of you so we love, we love to hear, obviously, both answers because sometimes they're the same, sometimes they're totally different, and it just makes it more interesting. <laughs> so hypothetically, if someone came to you and said, I need to hide a body, do you know a good place? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like with all of the crime shows that I watch, you like burn the body or you like throw it in a body of water like I that's what I would go with well we live on Lake Travis or by Lake Travis so I'm gonna say we'd just put it in the lake oh gosh (laughs) you're just out fishing and you're like swimming in a dead body close by I don't know what to be associated with the crime yeah That's my part. Just there you go. There's the lake. Have fun. (laughs) So, what's the best thing since sliced bread? I don't know. Okay, so one thing that I think should make a comeback are CDs. I used to love listening to CDs like in the car on my little, what do you even call that? Like CD player. I had one in my bedroom <laughs> when I was little and I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, yeah, you can buy my CD. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're selling CDs. Like you barely ever hear mm. about that anymore. So I think CDs are awesome. And I think they should, we should bring them back. Yes. We should definitely bring CDs back. Gosh, I'm going to say, this is terrible. Cause I'll reveal that I'm not a cook, but I'm going to say, um, to go orders like drive throughs yes. <laughs> because I, I I work a lot in my car, my commute. So to be able just to pull through and get something. Um, and a lot of times that's dinner. I used to feel guilty when Macy was little because we would go somewhere and she'd say, I'd like a number two or I'd like a number six. And I'm like, oh, we're in the drive through too often. <laughs> that's probably um, my most convenient thing would be oh, the drive throughs <laughs> I think another one of mine would be like AirPods or like headphones that are oh, like yeah. not that are wireless. So you can like do other things and listen to like music or a podcast. And they're good in the car because yeah. it entertains her. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I 
Um, if you could uh, talk to anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? Mine, you go first this time. Okay, I'm thinking, um, I would probably say Dolly Parton. Is that who you were going to yes, say? me too. <laughs> um, I love Dolly Parton, and I've, I've always admired and respected her. I grew up um, in the generation where we loved all the Barbara Mandrell, Reba, Dolly, all of those. But I love, I guess, having a daughter as a musician, I love what she does, just who she is and the philanthropist and what she gives. And I'm an educator, and so I love, like, her reading program and just all the things that she's committed and. I think the whole saying about what would Jesus do and what would Dolly do? Um, I'm right there with them. So mine would be Dolly. <laughs> Agreed. And I always tell Macy when something comes up and she's like, how do we handle this? Or, you know, now with social media being so hard for teenagers, I always say, what would Dolly do? <laughs> so it's kind of a joke around. So we love Dolly. <laughs> I love it. I think we should just have a Dolly, you know, Dolly on regularly and you can come on I with us. So. And- yes. Let's tag her and get her on here. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever Dolly. Dolly on this show. Yes, yes. Right. we need Dolly. I actually tried to get her because she has the whole Imagination Library program. And so giving books to kids, we wanted to bring her in for the Texas Elementary Principals and Supervisors Association. We thought it would be really cool, but we never could like get a direct contact. And I think at that point she wasn't traveling a lot, but I just have so much admiration and respect for her. She is amazing. She is amazing. Yes. Um, okay. What sitcom family would you be a member of? Does Good Luck Charlie count as a <laughs> That's sitcom, a sitcom family? Yeah. I love that. that. I love Good Luck Charlie. Yes, I love them. I don't really watch a lot of sitcoms. Like, we both don't really watch a lot of shows like that, but Good Luck Charlie. That is one Macy. Yeah, she's right. We don't we don't watch those. But um, when she was little, I think she knew every episode. And I was always like, I'm going to be that mom. Like the mom who would show up and embarrass her. The mom would be, I was like, that's going to be me. You better be careful. <laughs> that's very cool. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite drink? Ooh. I, we talked about this last time. I think I told y'all Dr. Pepper and Hint Water. Mm-hmm. Hint Water is like fruit infused water. And I love it. I feel like yours is probably Dr. Pepper too. My favorite treat, if I'm going to treat myself, is to get a Dr. Pepper. But I always, I always have a glass of water with me. So I just love plain water. But (laughs) (laughs) if I'm going to treat myself, it's going to be having a Dr. Pepper. What about alcoholic wise? This be more exciting here. (laughs) Yeah, this is more directed. Okay, (laughs) I'm not a big drinker, but if I were going to have a drink, I would probably have like a strawberry daiquiri or a margarita. Now, Macy, you know, it's funny because I always think, okay, is she going to be a drinker or not? Because I try to be, we live in like wine country. We live in hill country and there's tons of wineries and distilleries around. So I've tried like every wine, like determine like I want to like wine, but I don't, and I can't find one. I like. <laughs> so I keep saying I should be finding a wine. But um, when we were in, I guess, Florida visiting grandparents, yes. we let Macy try coconut rum because I, well, my brother-in-law had made a margarita, like a jalapeno margarita. Or he something made some like kind that. of margarita and Macy's like, I'm going to try it. And I'm like, try it. Cause I'm hoping, you know, she doesn't like it. Well, she didn't. 
It was terrible. It was like, (laughs) yeah, it was, I I didn't care for it either. But then a few nights later we were at my mother-in-law's and she wanted to try coconut rum. So the same thing, I'm like, try it thinking she'll be like, Ooh, well then she liked it. And I'm like, Oh, you're not supposed to like that. She put like Sprite zero in a cup with coconut rum. So there was like barely any like coconut rum in there. I could just taste a little bit of coconut. So I was pretty much drinking Sprite, but I thought it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm just not a big drinker. I'll, I prefer my Dr. Pepper. So when you're old enough, I'll take you out for a, a nice rum and uh, you know coconut rum. We'll get some drinks with that then, okay? Yes. yes. When you're old enough. <laughs> when I'm old enough. <laughs> There's that coconut drink. What is it? Mal- is it Malibu? I don't know if you get it in the States. Yes, Malibu's yes. coconut base, isn't it, as well? Malibu's the most popular one. Malibu and like Diet Coke, Malibu and Pina Coladas, Malibu and everything, yes. Okay, so she knows. You sound like a pro. (laughs) Well, you know, I used to do a thing called bartending, you know, so. (laughs) That, and if I'm going to go out and have a drink, usually that's kind of something I'll mix like a Malibu and Diet Coke or, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. cool. Okay, if you could add someone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Oh, gosh. I could take someone to Mount Rushmore. If you could add someone to the face oh. of Mount, Mount Rushmore. It could be anyone. Anyone. It, be, it doesn't have to be president, politician. No, no, no. Well, let's do Dolly. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> can we say the same person twice? <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> if we put all our shows together, Dolly would be up there because she'll have yeah. enough votes to be That's on that. <laughs> Apparently we can tag her enough. that we'll Yeah, she'll that. be like, oh my gosh, who are these crazy people? <laughs> <laughs> these crazy women. <laughs> we, we live it up to that name. <laughs> yeah, I think Dolly would look great up there. She'd I agree. Class. Absolutely. <laughs> so other than Dolly... And it doesn't have to be musically now, mind you. Who are some of the women that have inspired you in your life? Definitely my mom, my grandma, all of my grandparents are just like, I feel like I really look up to my family members. Um, Dolly, definitely Dolly. I would have to say my my family, um, my grandmother. So um, my mom's mom was Dorothy and she was called Dot for short. And her husband was Doc. So I grew up with like their, their love letters from World War II would have to Dot, love Doc. And, you know, to Doc, love Dot. And I always thought Dot was the coolest name. So when it came time to name Macy, I wanted her to be named after my grandmother. So that's where the Dot came from. So I would say definitely our, I think our family members that have just inspired us to, you know, as much as we love the going and the doing that, that family is probably the most important. I have one more. I had a guitar teacher and I'm still really close with him, but his name's John DeFore and he taught Miranda Lambert and Casey Musgraves. And I took guitar lessons from him when I lived in Lindell. And he's just, um, he said was women though. Didn't she say women? Did you say oh, women? Did you say women? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You but he is that's like the yeah. one thing when we moved that macy cried about like He's everything amazing. else she was ready to go but he was like one of the people him. that like really inspired me to start songwriting and like seriously like write a song every day like mm-hmm. focus on guitar I'll mm-hmm. teach you more about performance so he's not a he's not a girl but he's <laughs> awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> he could be an honorary crazy woman. How about yes. that? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. He would take that. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. What's the, what's a favorite thing you like to do together? Ooh. Uh, together? I would say shopping. We just like ride around, talk, get snacks, shop, hang out. It's That's- just like our girl time. Yeah, and we don't always even buy. We yeah, we don't like really to, buy stuff. We just we walk like around and look. Um, <laughs> Macy has a good eye. She always has, even as a young kid, we would be in a store that would just be random things and she'd pick like the one really cool thing. Like she's always had a cool eye for design or fashion or home decor. So she's fun to shop with because things that I wouldn't see. Um, <laughs> when she was little, I used to say, um, even on the, on like that drive to school, like we'd be in the car in the morning and, you know, and I'd drive that path, you know, every day, every every day, all week and not see something. And she'd be in the car with me one day and be like, Oh mom, look at that bloom or look at that tree. And I always used to say like the whole, like stop and smell the roses. Like Macy was good for just seeing, seeing yeah. things. So she's fun to shop with. That's I for feel sure. like we enjoy doing a lot of stuff together. Like just anything. It doesn't have to be like something fun. Like I'll just call you and be like, do you want to go get lunch? And be like, yeah. Like just right before this, we went to get lunch together just because we felt like it. So well, and she's good about like telling me all about her day. Like I love. Oh, the- I talk all the time. Like I, I <laughs> talk. <laughs> but I love the details of her day. And like yesterday, last night, we'd had a super busy day. And so I um, actually fell asleep early. And when I woke up, there was a text on my phone. Hey, mom, I didn't get to tell you everything about today, but I'll tell you tomorrow. Like <laughs> She always fills me in on what's going on. Oh, so I always cool. feel like, so I'm going to, I mean, I'm already having graduation invitations came in the middle today yes. and I teared up because they had their senior breakfast this morning she got her cap and gown and then the box came with the invitation so she's like mom don't cry but yeah I'm like please don't cry on the interview (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm gonna miss her because she's she's my little buddy (laughs) yeah it's okay you can cry on the interview (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't be the first (laughs) (laughs) what's one of the craziest or funny funniest things that you can remember that she did for Mother's Day for you? And if nothing, just in general, like, you know, maybe a birthday or holiday or something? The craziest? I can think of, well, I, I don't know about this is the craziest, but one of the sweetest things, um, and I think this was actually maybe a birthday. She, Macy's Macy's love language is gifts. You know, everyone has like a love language. And I don't even mean like to receive them as much as to give them. Um we always said we could like go get a rock from the driveway and wrap up and have an acute package and Macy would be thrilled. Like she loves the <laughs> opening, the presents and the whatever, but, but she's a big um, gifter. Like she loves giving like today. She's already been to pick out stuff her for their, they have little sisters for cheer and they're having to work tonight, work the tryouts. And she went to go get her little gift for her little sister. She, she mm. just loves gifts. But one birthday, I think it was mother's day. Cause it was on my birthday. No, no, that, no. Census? Oh, that one was sweet too. But no, that was the census one was my birthday. Okay. <laughs> she did the five census. And so she had a bag and everything in there was like attached to a sense, like your favorite, you know, what do you see or what do you smell? Or and she had like my favorite drink, my favorite thing to taste. It was the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest thing. But oh. one year, so Macy's birthday is May 14th. And a lot of times May 14th falls on Mother's Day. So there was one particular year and it was the year we were moving here. She was eighth grade. 
Um, we probably disrupted her entire life because we told her we were leaving a town that she had been in and gone to school there from kindergarten, actually preschool through eighth grade. So it could have been a very busy, distracted time in her life. But that day on her birthday, that was Mother's Day, I woke up and she had brought breakfast in bed and she had gotten up early. We'd been out late the night before. Actually, I think she had a gig the night before. She'd I think pl- so too. She played. We were at a gig. Oh, that was at the same time. She surprised me and didn't tell me. She played that song. Um, mm, do y'all know Like My Mother Does by Lauren Elena? Yep. Okay. She learned that in secrecy. Yes. And at the gig, as I'm standing there videoing it, she pops out with that song. And of course I bawled. Um, I need to find the video. I'm going yeah, to send, send that it video to them. To them. Yeah. Every year I repost it on Mother's Day because it was the sweetest thing. And you can see the camera did this because I was like crying. <laughs> <laughs> so we were out late that night. And then the next morning I wake up and it's Mother's Day, but it's her birthday. And she brings me breakfast in bed, but she had set the alarm early and made like this little fruit kebab. Mm-hmm. And she took like little cookie cutters and like cut all the fruit out to have little flower shapes and put them like on a little mm-hmm. kebab. Mm-hmm. And then she made me toast and cut it out with a little, it was like this pretty little breakfast, but I remember crying. Oh my that gosh. Day <laughs> because I was like, it's her birthday. Like it's Macy's birthday, but as late as it was the night before, she set her alarm and got up. And she's always been really, really like the sweetest, most thoughtful. In fact, when I get like if it's Christmas or whatever, and I'm struggling with what to get someone, I always say to Macy, like, hey, what should, you know, what should I get them? Or And she'll be like, well, they like such and such. Have you ever noticed they always do this? Or they always mm-hmm. like this? Or this is their color? And she just notices things. That's perfect. Oh, this is wonderful. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What is a favorite memory of of uh, Macy? Oh gosh, my favorite—that's hard. Memory of Macy. Um, Don't talk too much on this one. <laughs> She's going to be like telling you my whole life story. Well, in pre-K, she did this. In seventh grade, she did this. That's cool. I love that. That's what it's like being a mom, you know? Your job is to embarrass your children, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. She can still be your typical teenager. And she can hey, roll yeah. her eyes with the best of them and swing her hair with the best of them. But... Um, you know, my husband and I were both principals, so I grew up around kids and I've watched kids and relationships with families. And mm-hmm. I will just always say, we've been extremely blessed that she really, she really is a great kid. Now she can still, like I said, be a t- typical teenage mm-hmm. girl, but she's just a really, Macy always has been just a really thoughtful mm-hmm. kid. Um, I think back to, we had a neighbor who had gone through cancer and she was going through chemo and had lost her hair. And she was walking one day and Macy was probably, I don't know, three or four. She was little. And so I was a little nervous with Macy standing there because I could see Macy like really studying her. And I mean, she was looking at her from head to toe. And you know, as a mom, you're thinking, I don't want her to say a question about her hair or where's her hair. Or, you know, I'm like inside thinking, and Macy kind of studied her. And when, when she left, she never said a word to the lady. She complimented the lady had her, was pulling a wagon and her kids were in the wagon and Macy complimented her kids and, you know, had things to say about her children. And when she left, she was like, mommy, why does that lady not have hair? And I guess it was the first time, I mean, she was really, really young that she hadn't seen, you know, someone with, without hair or had, mm-hmm. had a wig on. And so I explained to her, you know, she's been sick, she's going through chemo and, 
Macy was like, and we're going to pray for her. Like we're going to pray. And she was just Mm -hmm. always, I don't know. I guess I have memories. Like those are the things that stand out to me, the things of, and I was the elementary principal. So it was always a big deal to me. If I had a new kid or a new family, I wanted Macy to go like greet the new kids and make sure that new kids felt like they had a friend and they didn't go home the first day without meeting. But I never dreamed Macy would have to be the new kid. Um, you know, we never planned on moving. And then, you know, as fate would have it, we moved. And she was the new kid her freshman year of high school. It's hard, you know, a hard year to move a child when you're mm-hmm. going into a brand new high school that was probably double, triple the size of her. Mm-hmm. Actually, triple her. She left a class of around 300 and went into a class of 900. So, yeah, about three times bigger than what she was used to. Like, she just... Even then I would have parents say to me, like your kid did the, and I'm thinking Macy's the new one. So she's just always been, she's always been real sweet and thoughtful and she doesn't like anyone to be left out. It bothers her if someone's yeah. feelings are hurt. If, if someone's talked about somebody, she, you know, it makes her sad. So anyway, oh. <laughs> but she can't roll her eyes. <laughs> you have to add that. <laughs> We're clear on the authenticity. <laughs> still, still roll your eyes at the best of them. I like that. <laughs> you have to get TikTok of eye rolling. Got that? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, do you think your daughter has more of your good qualities or your exceptional qualities? Ooh. You know, it's funny. I think we have a lot of things that are alike, but Macy's just unique. I would say there's things about Macy that I would like to be. And it's that I see her being the extra, the extra thoughtful and, and probably behind closed doors that has the conversations my husband and I have about just um, a really strong work ethic. And more than that, I think it is a true sincere. She is hurt if someone's left out or she's hurt if someone got hurt, like she doesn't, She's just never, never liked that. And she will give up being with a different crowd to go make sure someone else feels included or so there's definitely things that I think both my husband and I admire about her. And, you know, we always say we were hard workers. My husband and I have always been real driven and real goal oriented and hardworking, but early on we had to tell Macy, like, it's okay to make a B like don't stress because she's, yeah. she's a perfectionist and she would make herself crazy working hard. Yeah. We're like, it's okay to loosen up, go have some fun. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I think that I know that that strong work ethic will be probably what ties her to success. Cause she's, she's a hard worker, but I also think, you know, I see people, I'm like, okay, define success. And I think it's who cares about others. And, you know, they're, I've, I've seen her give up, some things because she wants other people to be included. And mm-hmm. I just think there will be a day that she'll realize that that's probably made a bigger impact in the world than, than any kind of success yeah. in a different yeah. way. So I, I think my, I admire traits in her. Oh, that's so cool. Um, okay. What's the most memorable, memorable family vacation? I would say any trip to Nashville. Like we used to go to Nashville every Christmas when I was younger for my mom's um, work company thing. And I feel like that's kind of where I fell in love with Nashville was like when I grew up every Christmas we would go. Um, I just thought it was so pretty. I would say Nashville. 
Yeah, so I worked, I, I was always in education, but on the side, I worked for a cheerleading company. And we used to host at the Gaylord Hotel in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We always hosted like the international competition. So it was always kind of like a reunion for me with lots of college cheer friends. And Macy actually took her cheer, her first trip to Nashville at the age of six months, seven months. She was born in May and we took her in December. So, um, and then real quick, it's funny to look back now and see how much she loves music because I would say probably the age of three or four real quick, she, she recognized like who the president of our company was. And she said, what do I have to do to sing in Nashville? Like I'm in Nashville and I want to sing in Nashville. Of course, we're at a cheerleading competition. So, you know, he was real gracious and he said, well, Macy, if you can be up early in the morning and downstairs before the competition starts, you can sing the national anthem. She said, what time do I need to be there? (laughs) And she was, she was down there. um, And she probably doesn't remember this. This is funny that we're even talking about it. Um, Carrie Underwood's manager or producer or someone that was like connected to Carrie Underwood was actually in the audience at the time and came up and was like, Oh my gosh, she's so brave that she did it. But yeah, she got up out of that bed because she won. And then she said, now I can tell everybody that I sang in Nashville. (laughs) That's so cool. I love that. (laughs) Wonderful. I did like Disney. You went as a kid and then again as like almost into high school. And she loves the, I like Disney. Cinderella and the, yeah. Disney rocks. Oh, yes. I go to Disney I, every year. <laughs> yeah. I always thought it was so fun to like go talk to like the mean characters that were like the villains or whatever and try to get them to be sweet. Never worked. But she tried to get them out of character. I, I would try yeah. to make them like say something really nice, be like, I like your outfit, but they just, it didn't work. <laughs> I know. That's a great thing to do. That's so cool. That <laughs> is. That's so sweet. So. <laughs> oh. So in your opinion, what's one piece of advice other than obviously what you've already said to her today that you would give your daughter for life in general? Um, I guess I'm going to pull the line from Tim McGraw's song, just to always be humble and kind. Um, That's been one of her favorites for a while. Like she'll just remind me often, like, just remember, like, be humble and kind. I think it's even on the little phone in your bathroom. Don't we have it in there? I think it's, I think. Probably of all the pieces, of course, I'm realizing now that she's about to move away. I'm like, all these things I haven't taught her. Like, have I told you to do this? Now, do you know if in this situation, I'm like thinking, panicking all these things I maybe, maybe told her or taught her. But I think if I could just say, like probably overall for any piece of life, personally, professionally, her friendships, her church, whatever, just always be humble and kind. Um, I think at the end of the day that things, you know, sometimes I always say like, if, if people are being mean, like something's going wrong and, and it's not, not worth it to be mean back. Like something's, there's a reason they're doing that. So. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that. That's great. Okay. What strange cravings did you have while you were pregnant? Okay, so this is an interesting question because Macy's actually adopted. Um, I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, so I didn't have those, um, but it's kind of funny because I, when we got Macy, I was ready to take her everywhere. Like we, we got her, we brought her home, we crossed the Texas border yeah. and I wrapped her up and we started going and people would say, how old is she? And I would tell them and they're like, you look so good to have just had a baby. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and so we never, we never really slowed down. And I remember I had a few people, not many, a few people say, 
I don't know if I'd have that baby out and about that early on, you know, they were worried about it, but she has had knock on wood, like the strongest immune system. I like system. never get sick. She, it's, I mean, we're going to say that in like, I know. I don't <laughs> but she's like such a healthy kid. And I had other friends that like pureed the baby food and like did all these things. And I like would second guess myself, like, should I be doing that? And then obviously like the breastfeeding and all those things. And you know, we didn't do any of that. We just, we brought her home and my husband and I were so excited. We had prayed and prayed and prayed for a baby. And, um, yeah, we just jumped in and went. (laughs) So I never had to do all the cravings. I just bundled her up and we took off. I will say it's kind of funny because I'm always cold. And I was like, how do you know how to dress your baby? And they're like, well, if it's cold, like you dress your baby, like you do. And Macy's extremely hot natured. And so I look back and I'm like, poor thing. She was probably like sweating because I'm, (laughs) I'm freezing no matter She's what. She's always cold and I'm always <laughs> hot. Like, it is, but I would bundle her up and oh, you know, she'd gosh. be like dripping sweat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have all the cravings, but I'm, I'm blessed that our family was put together in a, in a different way. Oh, that's so cool though. That's perfect. Yeah, my mom was adopted too, so totally. Yeah, we meet families all the time, yeah, and we always it's, yeah, we meet so many, and we're like, it's just so cool that it's another way that mm-hmm. God puts yeah. families together. Definitely, definitely, absolutely. So, quick question: Do you sing or have any musical inclinations at all, like your daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> Her dad was just joking about that. I feel like it was like two nights ago. He was like, gosh, Macy, before you came along, I thought your mom could sing good to the radio. <laughs> so I was like, what do you mean? I, you thought I could. But, uh, the answer is no. <laughs> and she gets asked that a lot. Like, who do you get your music talents from? And she's like, not them. Not them too. <laughs> I love music, but yeah, I have no musical talents, nor does my husband. So. I love the way Macy moves in for emphasis. No. <laughs> I was going to make sure I didn't try to play yet. What was your first concert? Remember? Taylor Swift. Yep. Taylor Swift. Perfect. It was the fearless tour, right? She, Macy, yep. You, you got her little t-shirt. Macy was in first grade. And we lived about, we lived in East Texas and we lived about an hour and a half from Shreveport and Taylor was going to be in concert on a Thursday night. And I think she was leaving there maybe going like to Dallas or whatever. I can't remember where she was leaving and going, but it was only like an hour and a half to get to Shreveport. So we bought tickets and we bought tickets with one of my husband's um, good friends that he used to coach with. And we took his two daughters and Macy and we all drove to Shreveport and of course it was really late. And my thought, and we, when we bought the tickets, I said, okay, now Macy, you have to be at school on Friday morning. I mean, I, we, I worked at the school. I was a principal. I was like, you have to be at school. Oh, okay, mom, I'll be there. So I'm thinking we're going to take her to the concert and she's going to sleep in the car. And our friend's daughters did sleep in the car, but this one stayed up the entire drive home. And she asked questions like, um, so mom, though, when she would do those costume changes, do you think she has those taken to the dry cleaners in between? Like, will she have those clean before she gets to Dallas? Does she do the same costume changes? Okay, mom, she played the drums and she played the um, piano Gosh. and she played the guitar. If I ever do it, I want to make sure I play all three. How did she get on stage? I mean, finally, we were like, Macy, go to sleep. <laughs> but she was so into it. I tell every, you, I don't stop talking. Like, I and just she, talk all the time. She wanted every detail of that concert 
because in her mind, and she was like, well, at my show someday, I want to do blah, 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 blah. Well, we just thought it was cute. So it is kind of funny that here we are, and yeah. it's still what she wants still to do. She's doing. And then her sweet teacher let her like stand on the desk and sing to the class. So, um, <laughs> to do that. so, so what about you, mom? What was your first concert? My first concert. Oh goodness. Um, I don't know about the first one we had. So I lived in this little town called Athens. That's like home of the black eyed pea, home of the first hamburger. And so they used to do all these, like they would bring in like Charlie Daniels, um, TG Shepard. And I had a friend who had connections to the event. So we would get to go and like see them. But I don't remember that as much as like a concert because it was more like a festival. Mm. But when I got to high school, we were able to go. We lived about an hour from Dallas. And so we went every year George Strait came for New Year's Eve. And every year we went on New Year's Eve to see George Strait. So I would say concert, um, that was probably the concert. That's cool. Yeah. That's perfect. Wonderful. (laughs) So obviously you mentioned during the the cheerleading competition there that, you know, she got to sing. Um, But when did you know that she was musically inclined and wanted to do it all the time? Um. Well, you know, at the time when we, um, when Macy was little, I worked part-time. I worked for an education service center. And so I had been allowed to go part-time so I could be home with her some. And I, <laughs> look at that sweet cat. <laughs> I, was, I was working on my doctorate. So I would have times that I needed to do like research projects or whatever. So I would have that on my days off. And we would always turn on the, the CMT country music videos. And I'd put her like in her little bouncy seat. And Shania Twain. Still love her. And Macy could almost, I'm telling you, the child would like bounce so hard. She'd like try to pop out of the thing. I mean, you talk about Tigger. She was like bouncing out of the chair <laughs> anytime that um, Shania Twain came on. But I always thought that was interesting. I could have anything else on and she'd just kind of stare. But if I put the videos on and then, you know, every kid wants to watch cartoons on Saturday morning. Macy never wanted to watch cartoons. She would get up and she'd go straight to the videos. And she knew every word to every song. And I remember specifically, like before she could even talk, she knew like she, like her whole alphabet, she had, she could sing the whole alphabet song. I remember one day we had a little music thing on Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And I I took a phone call. And so I turned it down and she kept singing. I was like, how does she know the words? And then my husband was actually holding her at a football game and they said stand for the national anthem and she like put her little hand on her heart and started like I wouldn't call it really singing it was more belting. like shouting like oh. she was belting out the words <laughs> to the national anthem we didn't know she knew them and so everybody's like staring because she was literally she was two at the time oh, and so people kept coming up to us like when did y'all teach her the words and we're like we didn't, we didn't know she knew it. And so <laughs> the only thing we could ever think of is my husband had a little patriotic CD in his truck mm-hmm. and I had all the other ones in my car. And so I guess every time she was with him, it was that same one over and over and she had learned it. But mm-hmm. people started asking her to sing the national anthem just because, and I think at that time it was because she was two and knew the words and it was cute. It wasn't so much that you she didn't could think I sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and her preschool actually um, had her do it at at their I think they got Christmas program or something. They said, oh, and, and they didn't they didn't tell us. I asked the director later. They, I was they, like, they surprised her. Like they 
like I practiced it and they didn't tell her I was singing. So it was like the Christmas thing. I right? think it was Christmas. Yeah. And I, they handed me like the microphone and I started singing the national anthem. And you were like, is that my kid? You were like, oh my gosh, that's Macy. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, <laughs> I didn't know it. And I asked the director later, I was like, why didn't you? She goes, well, I was afraid if I asked, you would tell me no. And she said, we wanted her to sing. <laughs> so she kind of started out singing like at different fundraisers and events um, for, you know, different people to do the open with the national anthem. And then it got to where she would get up there with little bargaining powers without us knowing. And she would say, well, can I do the national anthem and one more song? And she was, you know, I guess a kid and cute. And they would be like, okay. And she would do Delta Dawn. Delta <laughs> Dawn and Walking After Midnight were yes, my go-tos. They were. And so people started letting her sing more than one song. And the negotiation then, skills. Yes. <laughs> yes, she had great ones. But mm-hmm. I think I think that and probably... When she was little, we would have to, you know, always bedtime was important because like I said, I worked at the school and we had to get up early and be at the school to start the day. And I would, you know, go tuck her in and tell her to turn off the light. And then I would see the light back on, like under her door, you know, and I'd go in there, Macy, you have to go to bed. And she'd say, mom, and she'd have her little, her little notepad journal. Mom, I'm writing this song and I can hear it in my head and I have to have the words on paper. And so looking back now, like, I feel like all those things made sense that at the time, you know, we just kind of thought we're cute, but like now I'm like, no, she really was writing songs and singing and she had a little pink Barbie guitar that she drug all around the house and she would play every song. It's literally and- broken and it has four strings on it. So <laughs> like I still have it. It's in my music room and it's like dented up. It has four strings and it's just, uh- well, we had to turn in pictures not too long ago for like their senior slideshow. We were looking at old oh photos and there's one of her with a little pink guitar and like her Crayola easel. And it says, there's going to be a show, Macy Dot. And she had drawn little dots on it. Like she always just, and she would make us little tickets and we had to take our little concert ticket to get to come in and watch her show. And oh so <laughs> she's just, it's always kind of, it's fun to see where she is now because I think it was always there, even when we kind of didn't, didn't realize it or made jokes about like, Oh yeah, she wants to sing or whatever. Now I'm like, no, mm. she wants to write songs and sing. Mm. So. That's cool. <laughs> so obviously knowing how, difficult the music industry is how um how did you feel when you when that Macy said she wanted to go into it um well I do I do think it is a hard it is a hard road I mean Macy's even made the joke before about you know I have friends that either want to be a teacher or a doctor or whatever and they can get the degree and apply for jobs and she's like what I want to do I can I can go do this and maybe never you know get to where I want to be with it but I think for her, what I've watched even at a young age is, you know, she wants to write. Um, She obviously would love to perform and would love to be on stage, but I think knowing like she wants to also learn the business side of it. I feel like she's kind of given herself some options that she's, you know, obviously big dreams and goals of, you know, she'd love to tour and love to be on the stage, but I think she realizes there's so many other pieces to that she's in the last two summers taken on a love for teaching music. So we have lots of kids in the neighborhood that come and she gives them either vocal lessons or keyboard lessons or guitar lessons. And so she's talked about, you know, maybe someday starting like a nonprofit for kids that don't have the means to have instruments or have lessons. And, you know, maybe she could have some kind of studio and help those kids or maybe make it just for kids that are adopted to do something for. So 
I, I think it, it is a crazy business out there, but I think she's got a good head on her shoulders that she's going to, she's a good, she has a good people radar. So yeah. I, um, I, I thought I did until Macy came and sometimes I'm like, no, I think her people radar might be better than my people radar. <laughs> I, I think she, she knows um, the right people and, and I think we'll, you know, probably have a good, I don't know, a good inclination of is this the route to go or not and surround herself with, with really good people that make good choices and it'll be interesting to see. I think there's so many options out there that I keep telling her I'm sad that she's leaving, but I'm so excited to see what, what God, what doors God will open and what she will choose to do. Yeah. Oh, I see that little smile. She's like, Leaving, keeps bringing it up, and I'm getting kind of sad. (laughs) So, well, I'll change the subject. What's the favorite song that your daughter has written or has played for you um, of hers that that you would say is your favorite thus far? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know if this is my favorite all time, but my favorite right now. We had a, a dear friend um, pass away not too long ago, and Macy was actually upstairs in her music room when my husband and I got the news, and it's a family that my husband grew up kn- knowing. He's known them their whole life, and she actually was someone who used to book Macy for um, events and fundraisers and kind of got Macy into the giving side of, of music, so mm-hmm. Macy's always loved her for that, and we got word that night that she had passed away, and so... I was crying and I was like, why the good ones? Like, you know, she's so amazing and touched so many lives and I don't understand why she's gone so young. And Macy heard the commotion and stepped outside and she's like, mom, what's going on? And we told her and, you know, my husband was teared up too because it's, he's known their family forever. So we were all just devastated and Macy got really emotional, but disappeared. And she's always kind of used songwriting to escape if there was anything that was yeah. not happy going on or anything troubled. She's always like music has been her escape actually in happy times and sad times. Yeah. It's always just been kind of what she's gone to to write. So we went to bed that night and I went in to get ready for bed. I'd showered, taken all my makeup off. And I was crawling in bed and I, this little text pops up on my phone and it said song for Nina. And it had a little purple heart And when I clicked it, it was the audio recording and she had written a song that night and I cried. My husband cried. Um, I sent it to a few girlfriends. um, (laughs) We just, we've always known their family and it was just, it was an emotional night for everybody. But you know, the, the next day a friend of mine was like, Hey, she should share that with her daughter. And I said, well, I don't, know that she wrote it to share I think it was like her like emotional escape and so anyway my girlfriend reached out to Macy and she ended up sharing it later which you know I think healed a lot because a lot of people um commented on it and a lot of people sent me messages so I think for right now that's probably my favorite and I don't know if it was just because it was for all of us like the lines in the song you know we're just healing in a way to like celebrate her life and and the legacy we hope that you know a lot of people will continue to carry on so but she's written some sweet ones over over the years (laughs) okay so what song or album should we listen to before we die Oh goodness. Hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. 
Um, there are days that's on repeat. I just want you to know. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you. Um, let's see. My all-time favorite, if I was going to say just one thing to make sure you've heard, is the the one Alan Jackson wrote with all the um, Christian songs. What is the name of that one? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. We still listen to it all the time. So Alan Jackson wrote, and I think the story behind it, I'm not correct, but I think he had no intention of like recording it and maybe at like his mom's mom's funeral or something. I don't know. There's some really neat story attached to it that like he had recorded some of those songs for that and then decided to release them later. But it's like that good mix of country. It's like country gospel. Like it's good. It's just a feel good. It's kind of like Carrie Underwood's latest album. She released that. Oh, yeah. And it's like the same songs that are on the Alan Jackson one, but mm-hmm. I haven't listened to the Carrie Underwood one yet, so I need to. Yeah, Rhea McIntyre brought one out as well, and she she brought out a double album, one side's all mm-hmm. sort of gospel songs and, and Christian, and you've got the other side. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, that Alan Jackson one back in the CD days, we probably <laughs> played that one over and over and yeah. over. We gave him all of his streams. <laughs> We are why he is famous. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's definitely a great choice for sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So we had asked Macy to say something nice about you, something you know that that was just kind of reminded you, reminded her of you in an essence. And she said, uh, my mom is creative, outgoing, passionate, and determined. She has taught me the importance of being humble and kind. Yep. We yeah, you just asked what her yep. advice would be and she's always telling me to be humble and kind. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. That's so sweet. There we go. Perfect. Well, this has been fun. You guys have been amazing, actually. Aw, well, thank you for having one last question. One last question. In Austin, we have to hook up. Definitely. <laughs> so how often do you think you're gonna be in Nashville when she goes? Oh goodness. <laughs> She would probably say, let's close those ears. Um, she would probably say, mom, let me go do college. But um, I think for sure, you know, we'll go for the week, you know, parent weekend. You know, I'm hoping, I do event planning for the principal association. So I'm, I'm worried about conflicts with events versus when she has something. I'm just praying that that all works out. But I know my husband and I, one of our plans is to make sure that we have a freedom and flexibility in our schedule so that if she gets play something really cool or it's parent weekend or anything like that we want to be able to not have a lot tying us down here and just jump on a plane and go where we moved from Nashville was only like a 10 10 and a half hour drive but from Austin it's like a 14 hour drive with no stops yeah. so and we stop at Bucky so <laughs> definitely <laughs> we'll have to fly but um Bucky's are great. Gonna, I wanted to go and do all the college things and get to experience all the all the fun things that college kids do but I definitely want to get to be there and share in the journey too. Yeah. It's been so awesome having you on today. Thank you. We were looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank you all for doing that. No worries. We're definitely having your mom back for more stories. Cause that'd be great. <laughs> yes. We could have a roast Macy episode and she would definitely have a lot yeah. of content for you. <laughs> But when you go off to Nashville, you can't stop us in. Yeah. <laughs> you know her and be like, it'll be the mom session. Yeah. yeah. We'll get all the moms on. 
Yes. Especially since I'll be in Austin in the fall. So. Oh, okay. So we can do the uncensored while she's away and then we'll just. Yeah. Interview. yeah I'll get an email. Crazy Woman Country does an interview with Blonde Neal. I'm like, what, mom? <laughs> all about Macy behind the scenes. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Biography talk, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh. That's well, cool. Thank you again. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. This has been a blast. Oh, well, y'all are precious. Good to see you. And you. See you soon. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.